From lunch through to tea, this is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. going to do a big welcome back to the people who <coughs> have been, oh excuse me I should have done that before, should have done that before I turned my mic on um, for the people that have been with the wonderful Rural Roundup show with Andy Thompson here in Afternoons with Staffy, we've been running a sweepstake for the first hour and we've decided, because you're great humans out there that haven't been listening, we're going to keep it open for another half hour, here's how it works um, you text through so we can't take calls on it anymore we've done that in the first hour but you please do text through. Start with the word sweep, put your score for the All Blacks vs Island, and then if needed for a count back, we need an any time try scorer. So <clears throat> your text will look, let's read one, let's read one. Uh, here's one from Jimmy. Sweep, All Blacks 38, Island 12, Adi Savia try scorer. Jimmy, perfect entry. So you got that people that have just joined us in, uh, joined in with us, sweep, all Black score, Island score, and a try scorer. And you will win a box of 12 big bags of Bluebird thick cut chips. Big crunch, big taste. Actually, I meant to, when the news was on, I meant to run out and get a bag of the salt and vinegars because they're called epic salt and vinegar. So I just want to put the epicness to test. So I'll do that in the next day break. Yeah, Sammy's more than happy to take up. They are big bags with big crunch and big taste. Um, so we'll, what we'll do, um, I've got a few boxes. I'll decant, rearrange, so you get four bags of ready salted, four bags of epic salt and vinegar, which we're going to taste test in about 10 minutes, and a bag of the smoky barbecue ribs. How good, and they are thick. They are blokey chips. But that doesn't exclude you, Leanne and Kimberly. The good thing about big thick chips, remember the O'Ryans? I don't remember who used to make those, but they don't make them anymore. Great for dip. And I'm a big onion dip and reduced cream man. They don't snap off in the dip because they're thick, cut, and crunchy. Going to give away some boxes. Okay, so that's the sweep. That's how the sweep runs. Now, I love me some nostalgia. I love me some nostalgia. We're going to bring you highlights packages. They're not huge highlights packages, but just to, you know, little trip down memory lane of every Rugby World Cup quarterfinal that the All Blacks have been in. So we go all the way back to 1987. The All Blacks were in Pool 3 alongside Fiji, Italy, Argentina. Everyone will have endearing memories of that 1987 World Cup. Uh, I think my, my initial one, I've probably got two, John Kerwin's try against Italy and David Kirk holding the cup up in the stand with that bloke with the red cap on over his shoulder red cap on sideways and I don't think if he's ever been found. So pool three kicked off uh, with that New Zealand-Italy match played at Eden Park in front of guess how many people? 
Guess how many people? Game one of a Rugby World Cup, 20,000 people went to Eden Park. Uh, and the score was 70 points to six. Kerwin got two. Kirk got two. Craig Green got two. There was a penalty try. Michael Jones, uh, Warwick Taylor, Steve McDowell, Joe Stanley, and Alan Wetton. Foxy kicked 10 goals. That was their first match, 70 points to six. Then they played Fiji. They won that one 74-13 with uh, both John Gallagher and Craig Green getting four tries each. And then their final pool game, 46-15. They beat Argentina with tries to Kirk, um, Zin Zanbrook, Joe Stanley, Andy Earle, Kieran Crowley. Wow. And they just put Wetton. Alan Wetton again. AJ Wetton. That one was at Athletic Park in front of 30,000. The Fiji game was at Lancaster Park Christchurch in front of 25,000. So 20,000, 25,000, 30,000 at the magnificent Athletic Park. Roger Quittenden from England was the referee. So then we moved into the quarterfinals where in Christchurch New Zealand took on Scotland. 10 metres out. Jones, there's the goal line looming ahead for the All Blacks. Drake, he'll get there. No, he's just shot. Kirk again. But this time, it's a try for New Zealand. And it's Alan Wetton again, I think. That's a try in every Rugby World Cup match for number six, Alan Wetton. Michael Jones. Gary Wetton. What a run by Wetton. Fitzpatrick driven right up to the goal line. Kirk frees it. Fox. Long ball to Stanley, and Gallagher is in under the posts. The match is over as Michael Jones lunges at the line, and Scotland are out of the Rugby World Cup. 30 points to three, just a solitary penalty to Gavin Hastings, the Scottish captain and fullback. That was at Lancaster Park in front of uh, 30,000 people. Tries to Wetton Gallagher, uh, two conversions, both converted by Foxy. And Grant Fox kicked six penalties. We move forward to 1991. New Zealand were in pool one alongside England, Italy and the United States. Game one was at Twickenham in front of 57,000 people. The All Blacks uh, snuck home, really. 18 points to 12. Uh, England's 12 points. Three penalty goals to Jonathan Webb and a drop goal to uh, Rob Andrew. Uh, their first five. New Zealand's 18 points, a try to Michael Jones, Fox with a conversion and four penalties. Game two was played at King's Home in Gloucester in front of 12,000. New Zealand beat the States 46-6. Three tries to uh, Gary, Gary Wright, Terry Wright, Andy Earl, uh, Graham Purvis, Pervy. It was his birthday yesterday, or today, Pervy. He got a try as well. John Timu, Inga Tuagamala and Craig Innes. John Preston did the kicking for four conversions, two penalties. 46-6 New Zealand over USA. Last game of pool plate, took on Italy. This was at Welford Road in Leicester. 15,500 people in attendance. Uh, New Zealand, narrowish win, really. 31-21 uh, with tries to Zinzanbrook, Craig Innes, Inga Tuagamala and... Uh, Jason Hewitt. Wow. I'd forgotten about him, and he played for Manawatu, I think, from memory. Jason Hewitt, the halfback with the beautiful locks. Three conversions and penalties to Grant Fox, 31-21 to Italy, which earned their spot into the quarterfinals. We're in 1991 here. Uh, New Zealand took on Canada. Here's what happened.
Again, a lot of damage. Kerwin coming in on the open side was what they planned all along. Well stopped by the Canadians. The All Blacks rolling off the side. Bashup goes back round the blind side. Kerwin! Kerwin! In for a try! And he'll be thrilled about that one. But good work there from Christian Stewart driving on the outside half. A centre driving on the outside half to get some forward momentum till the forwards could arrive. But New Zealand have it. Now there's space. And that was a late tackle too. The referee's seen it, but he's playing the advantage. And John Tibu. And he's given the try. It's a very clever dive in from Tibu. The weather so wet that he knew by diving early he'd make the tackle impossible and yet he'd still make the corner. John Timu here, extremely intelligent play. He knows he's about to get hit, he knows he's near the touchline, so he uses the weather, does what the parachutists did at the start of the game, slides in, and a great try. McKinnon, Reese, and steaming towards the line, he's there! The wing forward getting in there for the Canadian second try. Here he is. Reese takes over the kicking duties, makes the conversion. At the same time, Prem Howard whistles for the end of the match. A tremendous contest. The All Blacks always in control. We're always going to win after starting so well. But a great performance from the Canadians. The result, 29 to New Zealand, 13 to Canada. And now New Zealand will meet Australia in the second semi-final. And we'll probably do this for the semi-finals next week if we make it. <laughs> if we make it. 29-13, uh, five tries to two. New Zealand over Canada played at Stadium Lille with Fred Howard as the referee. We move forward. We go to 1995. New Zealand's pool had Ireland, Wales and Japan. New Zealand's first match was played at Alice Park in Johannesburg. Uh, New Zealand running out the winners 43-19 over Ireland. Lomu with a couple, Josh Cromfeld, Frank Bunce and Glenn Osborne. Osborne. Merton's having a great day off the tee as well. Second game was against Wales where we won that one 34-9 also at Alice Park. Uh, Mark Ellis. Walter Little, Josh Cromfield, similar try scorers in that match as well. Mertz uh, getting two conversions, four penalties and a drop goal for a 34-9 victory. Uh, their final game was the world record breaking one at the time. Maybe it still is. New Zealand 145-17 over Japan. Mark Ellis with six tries. Eric Rush two, Jeff Wilson two, Robin Brook two. Glenn Osborne, two. Richard Lowe got one. Cole Hayne got one. Paul Henderson got one. Uh, Graham Dowd, uh, sorry, Craig Dowd got one. And Alama Iremia got one. And Simon Colhane kicked 20 conversions in a 145-17 win. We move through to the quarterfinals uh, where we took on Scotland. And that game was played in Pretoria. That was loose ball and Scotland would dearly love to have kept possession. Bashup now to Martins. Frank Bunce out to Lomu. First touch for the big man. Lomu goes round Craig Joyner. What a sight this is. Joyner misses the tackle. It's Hastings. Jomo, Lomu through Hastings. Holds on and this is going to be an awesome try. It's Walter Little who scores the first try of the match. It was a staggering, thundering run by the big man on that left wing. Well, we spoke earlier of Jonah Lomu and just how important he is to this New Zealand setup. 
Gavin Hastings gets the front of him, and in the end, he still has the skill to give it to his partner, Walter Little. And that's a wonderful try, really. The big man showing all the skills that we've come to expect from him in the Rugby World Cup. Gavin Hastings has brought it round. It's got the length as well. That's a great kick by the Scottish captain. And Scotland are back in the match. Nine minutes gone, it's 7-3. New Zealand on the charge, and Chalmers is injured off the ball, but Jonah Lomo with another chance here. Lomo goes round, Greg Joyner, and the big man has scored. Whenever this man gets the ball, there's so much danger. He scores his third try for New Zealand. Not enough distance on the kick. Up goes Zinzan Brooks. He's having a huge game for New Zealand. Picked up now by Martins. He's quite quick. He's gone round Redpath. Andrew Martins for New Zealand with only Hastings coming across. And the New Zealand outside half is going to score a sensational try. Only his second try for New Zealand in his fourth international. And my word, what pace he showed. What an outstanding try by Mertens there. Just watch as he gives a little shimmer dummy step inside. Really an outstanding try from the youngster. Martins with possibly the last kick of the game. Indeed, it is. The whistle goes for the end of an absorbing quarterfinal, but a powerful display by New Zealand. Takes them into the semi-finals of the World Cup, and Scotland, under their captain Gavin Hastings, bow out. Hastings, his last match for his country, with a scoreline of New Zealand 48, Scotland 30. Tries to Walter Little, Joan Alamu, Andrew Mertens, Frank Bunsen, Sean Fitzpatrick. Mertens with six conversions and two penalties. Gavin Hastings having a flawless day off the tee. And Dottie Weir, though, who sadly recently passed, scoring two tries for Scotland along with Gavin Hastings' brother. Scott Hastings won as well. 48-30. We go to 1999. New Zealand were in Pool B alongside England, Tonga and Italy. First match was against Tonga. Um, this was played at Ashton Gate in Bristol. 45-9, the All Blacks won. Lomu with a couple. Byron Callagher, Norm Maxwell and Josh Cromfeld were our try scorers. Second game was against England. This was at Twickenham. 72,000. You can see the popularity is going up now. 72,000 at Twickenham. All Blacks running out winners in this group game. 30 points to 16 with tries to Callagher. Uh, Jeff Wilson and Jonah Lomu again. Um, nothing remarkable except Johnny Wilkinson got three penalties and a conversion for England. Rounded it out with a game against Italy, 101-3. This was at Huddersfield, McAlpine Stadium in Huddersfield. Uh, Jeff Wilson with three, Glenn Osborne with two, Jonah Lomu with two, and then single tries to Tane Randall, uh, Tony Brown, Christian Cullen, Mark Hammett, Daryl Gibson, uh, Razor Robertson. Razor Robertson scored a try in that one, as did Dylan Meeker. 101 to 3, which brings us scrolling down to the quarterfinal. In fact, there were five groups there. That's right, it was five groups of four back in those days. Five groups of four. Quarterfinal match, um, quarterfinal playoffs, quarterfinals, Scotland again, this time at Murrayfield. Mertens cleverly stepped that time. Wilson steaming up outside him. Wilson takes it, goes in for the corner. Second try of the night for the All Blacks. Jeff Wilson, great finish. Get away, Scotland. Deep into Scotland's 22. The 1 2. There are men over on the far side. Cullen feeds it to Omanga. 
Tano Wanga's second try of this game. His 12th in international rugby, winning his 15th cap today to Eremia. Standing up tall, looking for the support. Who's there? But Grunfeld. Out to Lomu. Going the long way around, but it's easy. John Lomu with his sixth try of this World Cup. And that was so, so easy. And that is the last piece of action in this game. New Zealand running out comfortable winners by 30 points to 18. Jeff Wilson, a throwback, celebrating his 26th birthday. Cameron Murray finishes it off in style for Scotland. That is the swan song as far as Jim Telfer is concerned as Scotland coach. Ian McGeekin will now take over. At the end, New Zealand have been too strong once again. They've beaten Scotland by 30 points to 30. 30 points to 18, actually, champ. Uh, Tana Umanga with two. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Jonah Lomu getting the tries. We go to a break, or do we do one more? No, we'll go to a break. We'll go to a break. 2003, coming up next. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. We are reminiscing on Rugby World Cup quarterfinals for New Zealand. We go to 2003. New Zealand were in Pool D with Wales, Italy, Canada and Tonga. Uh, opened up with a game against Italy, 70 points to seven with tries to Brad Thorne, Reuben Thorne, Justin Marshall, Dan Carter, Leon McDonald and two tries each to Howlett Spencer and Rocca Thoko. That was in Dockland Stadium in Melbourne. Second game up, 68-6 over Canada, also at Docklands. Caleb Routh with two, Rodney Sorton Yalo to Mills Moliina dotted down four times. Case Muse and Ma'anonu. Uh, New Zealand thrashed Tonga 91-7 at Suncorp Stadium. Just about the whole team scored a try. Uh, New Zealand 53-37 over Wales. A hell of a high-scoring game. That one at Stadium Australia in front of 80,000 people. Joe Rocks getting a couple. Doug Howlett getting a couple. And tries to McDonald, Williams, Spencer and Major. Took us to the quarter-final in Melbourne on my birthday. New Zealand, South Africa. New Zealand scrum win. Untidy stuff from Collins at the back. The switch of play cleverly. Now Spencer searching for an opening and he's found it. Carlos Spencer. Support loops on the inside, McDonald. Superb all-black try. Leon McDonald. His fourth try in the Rugby World Cup. And a telling blow so early in this first half. A converted try is the difference. That seven-pointer by McDonald. Marshall. Nialamu. Brad the line. What a reward. What a reward for Kevin Mialamu. He's been everywhere. And now he's over the try line. Second try to New Zealand. Are they on the way to the semi-final? Good turn, push and turn by New Zealand. Allows Collins and Coe to put pressure and turn it over. Chance against the All Blacks. Roka Soko. They couldn't keep him off the try scoring list in this quarter-final. And the irony of it is that the final pass came Fijian style from Carlos Spencer. Well, he's the playmaker. And this boy here, Joe Rocco Thoko, stand on the stage where Jonah Lomer was a couple of years ago. He is a, a fantastic kid. He's a youngster. He's just 19. So watch out in France in four years' time when he goes to France for the next World Cup. 
but this was good work. It, was, it resulted from a very good scrum, a pressure scrum, but the All Blacks put on the Springboks. Beautiful skills by the playmaker, the jackal himself. He just makes it look so easy. Spencer makes it so easy. Put it on a platter there, but someone's got to tell Spencer. When he's hot, he's absolutely hot. The bench goes wild, but he's just got to say, no one likes a smarty pants. You shouldn't be doing that sort of stuff on the international stage, but he's the kind of guy who can. And the referee, Tony Spreadry, blows full time. And the All Blacks go forward to the 2003 Rugby World Cup semi-finals for the Gallant Springboks. They say farewell to the tournament. They were beaten by three tries to nil. John Mitchell rarely cracks a smile. He'd be so pleased inside. His side stays alive in 2003. So to 2007, hosted in France and a bit in Scotland as well. Uh, New Zealand's Paul C uh, opened up with a game against Italy in Marseille, 76-14. The All Blacks beat Italy. Second game up was against Portugal, 108-13. The win in Lyon. Uh, third game against Scotland, 40 points to nil. The All Blacks beat Scotland in Murrayfield. And their final pool play... Uh, Paul game was against Romania at Stade Toulouse in Toulouse, 85 points to eight, which earned them a memorable quarterfinal against France in France, in Cardiff. Carter pops it into space for McAllister. This time, will he find a support? Finds it in the form of Jury Collins. Collins back to McAllister. Try! Luke McAllister absolutely outstanding. It's a great ball by Daniel Carter. The change of angles. This time he lined up a support player. He hit Jerry Collins and backed up again and went over in the tackle. Great try, All Blacks. An advantage with France. We're about to get right back in this. Box six. There's a horrible crash there between McDonald and Kelleher. Jojian, has he been called out here? Okay. Uh, it's one of the All Blacks, I think. A late charge. Possibly against McAllister. Oh. Well, that's nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely ridiculous. Seeing the replay there, he's saying that McAllister took him out. Intentional foul. Well, that's garbage. Luke McAllister was turning. He's entitled to do it. So, I've got to say, Wayne Holmes, sorry, Wayne Barnes, in your first big game, you are feeling the nerves a little bit. Damien Thry, Michelak, forward pass, the referee's missed it. Michelak gets the pass back in field, Try. what Michelak's in the game for, but a forward pass here was missed. No question that was forward, but Michelak got more speed than I thought he had, and he kept a cool head inside to Jalzion, and he gets the try for France. Well, well, oh. France in front for the first time, 20 points to 18. Andrew Hoare lost it forward. It's over. 
Belisad runs to the touchline. France 20. The All Blacks 18. Upset number two in the quarterfinals of the Rugby World Cup 2007. Yes, and the first upset was England beating Australia. But the All Blacks with tries to McAllister, Soyalo, Carter with a conversion and two penalties. But 20 points to 18 and France bundled New Zealand out of the World Cup at quarterfinal stage and they packed up their grey jerseys and came home. We'll take a break for new sport and weather. We've got three to go. We now move to 2011 as we revisit all of the All Blacks quarterfinal games in the Rugby World Cup. Uh, New Zealand, the hosts in Pool A against France, Tonga, Canada, Japan opened up against Tonga. I remember this game well. It was magnificent. New Zealand winning 41 to 10. The second game was against Japan in 83 to 7 demolition at Waikato Stadium in Hamilton. Uh, next game was against France at Eden Park. 37-17, where Terry Dusatois famously walked over to Richie McCaw after that loss and said, see you in the final. How right he was, 37-17, All Blacks winning that one. And their final pool game was 79-15 against uh, the Canadians. And so we move to the knockout stage, the quarterfinals, where New Zealand at Eden Park lined up against Argentina. Senatori striding his way through, and he's got through McCaw's tackle as well. Strong down the right wing side, Kuri Jade hooks it back and field, and here's a chance for Thorne, and Brad Thorne's going to score a rare test try, it's only his fourth, and the All Blacks win their quarterfinal, and they go to the semi-final against Australia. 33-10, they beat Argentina, tries to Reed and Thorne, a conversion to Aaron Cruden, and seven penalties to Don't Panic, Pity's on, Pity Wepu, 2015. We ended up in the pool with Argentina, Georgia, Tonga and Namibia. And through that group, uh, New Zealand 26-16 over Argentina, beat Namibia 58-14. 43-10 victors over Georgia and 47-9 over Tonga. Played at St James Park in Newcastle. Headed off to the quarterfinals where New Zealand took on France. Now the kick from Michelak is is devastating for France they had the ball for two minutes and it's turnover try Conrad Smith a show of the ball and the offload off brilliantly taken by Nonu Nonu the step Drops it off to Nakaitati Coles is there makes the tackle rips the ball away Carter Salvia Julian Salvia is in for a hat trick Puts the head down, makes ground. Nice ball into space. Charlie Farmer, 
beautiful stuff from the All Blacks. And Kieran Reid is in for the try. Tauta Kerbalo seems to have taken over from TJ Perinara as New Zealand's. Oh, here's Nonu off a beautiful offload from Sonny Bell Williams and Kerbalo's in for the try. Into space goes Ma'anonu, puts the hammer down. Ma'anonu, oh, unbelievable, he dropped it, he dropped it. Did all the hard work, couldn't finish it off. Stunning performance from the All Blacks. 62 to 13. Yes, what a hiding. Uh, Ritalik Milruskada, Savia times three, Jerome Kano, Kieran Reid, Kerbalo with a couple of tries as well, and Dan Carter, seven from nine conversions. That was 2015. We go to 2019. The All Blacks in the group with South Africa, Italy, Namibia, Canada. First game, South Africa. At International Stadium, Yokohama, where all the All Blacks prevailed 23-13. Then their next game was Canada, 63-0. And then a 71-9 match uh, victory against Namibia. And remember, their game against Italy was typhooned out. No match played because of the threat of a typhoon. Two matches in that pool. New Zealand, Italy and Namibia, Canada didn't take place. So New Zealand still managed to get through. Didn't lose a game. Through to the quarterfinals, where they took on Ireland. Smith, scanning for options, getting it to Kane. Find that Smith, Aaron Smith reaches out and jams down the first five-pointer for New Zealand. Going to hold it up there for Carney. It's going to fall for the All Blacks. Barrett sweeps into action. Bowden Barrett towing it ahead. Bowden Barrett finishes it off. The All Blacks machine is purring in Tokyo. And snapped away by Sevilla. Sevilla explodes through. Keeps it alive for Coles. Coles to a bridge. It's beautiful. Oh, it really is from New Zealand. Hungry for more. Perinara. Out the back it comes. Sends it over to Moonga. There's lots of room out. Wide right. It's Barrett to Barrett. They bring the backyard to the biggest stage of all the Barrett boys. Bowden to Geordie, try New Zealand. Sending it out to the right. It's an absolute blowout at the hands of the All Blacks. They are off to semi-final number one. Too good here for Ireland. Full time, the score. 46 to 14. Yes, unusually Aaron Smith with the opening two tries and then followed on with tries to Barrett Bowden. Uh, Cody Taylor, Matt Todd, George Bridge and Geordie Barrett. Richie Moonga four from seven for the conversions and slotted one penalty as well, just the 14 points for Ireland. So that is our quarter final history in Rugby World Cups. All of them wins except one in that fateful day in France. What will happen on Sunday, 8 o'clock kickoff, live here on SCNZ, Daniel McCarty and Corey Jane. What will they be calling? Another quarterfinal victory or another revisit to the French shambles? We'll come back shortly.